on today's episode of Locked On Spartans for the second time in a row. Technically, a win is a win. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, February 10th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my apparently too emotional to be a basketball coach, despite rooting for a team that Tom Mizzo coaches mm-hmm. co-host Matt mm-hmm. Sheehan. Yeah, but at least he keeps him in check somewhat. Like, I'd go back to the huddle and I'd just be saying, like, just heave it God. from half court, set the pace. Like, anyway. Um, well, if you're going to ask me to do it, um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to apologize or feel sheepish about a win tonight, Will. I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to apologize for a grinded-out two-point win over the, the gritty Penn State Nittany Lions. No, I won't do it. I refuse. A lot of grit. I refuse. I refuse. A lot of grit. A lot of grit on that sideline, on that Penn State sideline, mainly because their best player is an undersized white dude mm-hmm. who you could park a motorcycle on his shoulders. Uh, and apparently he turns into David Robinson, the Admiral, uh, when he comes to East Lansing. <laughs> that's, that was awesome to see. I absolutely love that. Man, I'm so Does he have the biggest over. shoulders? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, does yeah. he have the biggest shoulders you've ever seen? His his uh, shelf pad, or pad, shel- pad shelf pad, pad shelf uh, would be like 99 uh, maxed out if you were creating a player in Madden, and then that's who you made. Like, mm-hmm. those are some big old shoulders he's got there. <laughs> shelf pad. Geez. He, um, oh, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. He, he strikes me as a guy who, when he squats, just puts the bar right on his shoulders. Doesn't have a roll, yeah, he, doesn't have a pad, right. doesn't have the thing that form fits to your shoulders. It's just the bar on his shoulders. Yeah, he's like texting, he's like swiping Tinder like while he's you know, he's he's got both hands free as he's doing it. No no doubt. <laughs> just sitting there. That must be nice. Yeah, just chilling. Just posting up. Um what did he finish with tonight? Just to level set. Too much. I, 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 Too I much. feel like I blacked out in the last like minute of the game. When when that what would have been game-winning three went halfway down the cylinder. Like my my heart stopped in my body for about ten seconds flat. Like I was like, this is this is how I die he, by by watching the Penn State Nittany Lions uh, come in and get an unranked win against another unranked team. Uh, this is of, of all had, games, this is the one that does it for me. He had seventeen points on eight shots. Grab grabbed oh fourteen rebounds, had four assists, and, and, and four uh, fouls. Wow, he was a busy man tonight. He was busy, very. Very busy. Uh, thankfully, yeah. no one else on Penn State, although Myron Jones had a nice little stretch there. But outside of that stretch from Myron Jones, no one else on Penn State really uh, decided to show up and help their man, uh, Harar. I cannot say his name. I just it's heard him one. say it. Harar? Harar? Harar. Yeah. I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, anytime you Hurrah. have that many R's bunched up together with only it's one three foul, it's tough. Yeah. A-R-R-A-R. Harar. It's busy. It's a busy last name. Yeah. There's a lot going on. No. Uh, on today's show. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to not apologize for a win, right? Uh, at least this side of the microphone isn't. I'm not going to apologize. There we go. Nice. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to apologize. There, I love that phrase. Is. There it is. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Just, I, I feel beat after that game. Oh, I, I was draining. sweating through my shirt <laughs> at the end of that, man. Yeah. Absolutely draining basketball game. Uh, but Michigan State gets a win against, like, 
an actually pretty good team. <sighs> Penn State's a pretty good team. I know like, uh, it sounds really Spinzonian, like uh, almost like borderline cultish talking about this Penn State team that's not even 500. But yeah, like that 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 actually is a good team. I mean, I, I know it doesn't seem like it, <laughs> and, and they won in a really ugly fashion. Yeah, yeah, man, look, like, it's a good team. I, I'm, I'm sorry. They <laughs> they lost to Michigan by four. They lost to Seton Hall in overtime. They lost to Indiana in overtime. They played close on the road against Purdue. Like they played, they only lost by four to Ohio State on the road. Uh, and they just lost to Michigan State by two on the road. That's like ten total points in five or four or five losses. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they've been a little bit unlucky. They're just a seven and nine team, but they're they're still a pretty decent team. Um, I mean, before tonight, they were Lenardi's uh, first four out. Like, I mean, if that says enough, like, yeah, they're like last four in, first four out. That they've been floating around that area the whole time, and they'll probably shift a little bit. And Michigan State might finally be in the next four out. We should probably until Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get there. I don't. But then again, Izzo versus Fran. I I, I kind of like oh. the coaching chops. You know what? Uh, on that one. So we'll see. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown yeah, Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, our thoughts, our opinions on Dan Dockich and the job he does is well known. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed thoroughly mm-hmm. his minute and a half diatribe on why Iowa never wins the Big Ten. <laughs> that was that was funny because it was just like, you know, Iowa, they're always good. They could always win, but they can't win the Big Ten because it's about toughness. And Iowa isn't a program I mean, about toughness. He might as well have just, like, called Fran a mother bleeper. Sure. And that dude is just a weak, thin-skinned turd. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Throw some like, female that. genitalia body parts slander around. Yeah, just, well, it, that's a yeah, yeah exactly. And he yeah. would do that. He would do that. Um, but I, I did enjoy that. Nah, my uh, favorite part was when he got AJ Hogard and Foster Lawyer mixed up. That was uh, too, too common. They're basically twins when you look at both of them. So yeah, mm-hmm. understandable. Or like in the last four minutes of the game, when you said like, "All right, this is Watts' time to shine." Like what? Watts? What? <laughs> Watts is who this is game Rocket falls on Watts right now? Are player? you kidding me? Like, but I, you know what? I gotta say, Watts did okay in the last four minutes. Like, was he the reason they won? Uh... No, I don't think he was the reason. But like, he he definitely showed up in the last four minutes. And all that we needed from him was just competence and. Hey, you know what? Our boy gave us confidence. So he had a couple of really nice defensive possessions. They, as a team, absolutely, uh, for the most part, defended really well. Uh, Um, And so that that is something that we can absolutely like take solace in, take pride in. For the last three, four, five games, with some exceptions here and there, right? Iowa's gonna get some points on you. Mm -hmm. Ohio State's gonna get some points on you. Sure. This team's been defending pretty damn well going back to the first game against Rutgers with a couple exceptions. And they're up to 33 in defensive efficiency. They're slowly just creeping up. The offense is getting worse, but the defense is kind of pulling its weight and making sure they don't plummet further down the efficiency rankings. So, yeah, that was, that was nice to see a bunch of really clutch defensive plays well and it wasn't even just like block shots or tip passes or anything it's just like good positioning good feet Mm -hmm. not fouling keeping guys in front of you good rotations good switches 
good hedges on ball screens. And for the most part, the last two minutes, they did a really good job outside of the really nice set Penn State ran uh, the sideline out of bounds where they got the open three. Yeah. I mean, it was a deep look, but it was a, a good look. And that was just a really nice set, really nice set from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, big dude, big shoulders is a good screener. It's like that's just a tough play to defend, especially if you haven't seen that play, that look all game. And you're like, oh, you know, crap, we're I'm reacting to a different thing. They're doing something a little different. It's a little bit of a counter set. You know, they got a good look off it. But other than that, I thought just down the stretch defensively, it was, was really strong and like, hey, totally. thanks for making some plays down the stretch on at least one side of the floor. Not totally. And not to like, you know, splash green Kool-Aid everywhere and sound like the biggest homer in the world, though, because listen, like they did a lot of things like not great today, but there's something to be said about how they handled the last three minutes and 16 seconds of the game. You know, you just watch your double digit lead in the second half dwindle down to a four point deficit. Once again, mm-hmm. not the first time this happened this season. Not not even at home. That's not the first time that happened this season. The season's going awful. You have some players out there that are really having just terrible seasons. Um, and mm-hmm. they could have easily turtled. They could have folded. They could, probably should have looked like a mentally dead team out there. But no, like they batten down the hatches. They were incredible on defense. Uh, whether it be Langford, Rocket, and well, they got it done on the offensive end. Thank you, God Bingham, for making those. Free throws. Uh, one day, one day he's going to make that dunk or that layup as he gets fouled. <laughs> today was not that day, but one day he's going to do that. <laughs> the first one, absolutely. He he was like, "Dang it!" And I know you said like tweeted about that or said I, something before. And I was like, I thought of you. The second one, when you actually fired off a tweet, that was a tough one. He, that was a tough one. He had two hands on shoulders, yep. like from yep. from shoulders, yep. from shoulders guy. Like that dude. Mm-hmm. His shoulders weigh as much as Marcus Bingham's entire body. I wasn't too upset about that one. He totally got, he got, got pulled Totally down. understandable. But, like, once you see it happen for seemingly the 16th time this season, like, I don't care how hard they fouled you. Like, dude, you are nine feet tall. He, the, the ball is eight inches away from the <laughs> basket know. when you're just reaching your arms all the way up. But, no, like that – Oh. <laughs> No, no, I'm not gonna harp on. I'm not gonna harp on the time where he grabbed the offensive rebound, inexplicably put it on the floor, went up for the layup, and then missed it because it didn't matter in the end. No, Bingham, hey, he played solid today overall. I mean, probably even a notch above Bingham, solid. Uh, but Bingham yeah, hey, that, that's that, it's, it's a good win. It's a good win against a decent team, and like it, it probably, honestly, where this team has been mentally this season, probably should not have been a good win. We probably should be looking at like a, a six eight point defeat with how things were looking at the three sixteen mark in the second half. Yeah, you should probably also be looking at a 14-point win. Uh, We'll keep talking about this game. I want to actually talk more about Marcus Bingham uh, and his minutes. But first, word from Built Bar. Built Bar. Man, their coconut chocolate chunk is so good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Coconut brownie chunk. Coconut brownie chunk. If I can see the product right for our fine sponsors, that'd be even better. Um, um, I don't like coconut. I don't like coconut. It's good. It's It's incredible. I'm like, this is delicious. Uh, The brownie chunks are absolutely to die for. And it's just one of the most delicious protein bar lineup you are ever going to find. That is what Built Bar has. 18 amazing flavors, and they are rotating in new flavors all the time. Like said, coconut brownie chunk, which is fantastic. 
you need to check these things out. They are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're not just delicious on your taste buds, Matt. But they're they delicious are. on the body. Sorry, I kind of jumped They are delicious. No, it's okay. They are delicious on your body. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, like the peanut butter bar. Mm. 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, only 5 grams of net carbs. Go check it out. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today. It's a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories in sports with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Matt, well, I'm going to pick a nit with that win. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of nits. Pick a win. To pick, we could knit. I literally wrote down uh, a list of fifteen nits that I, that I could pick, but since we won, um, yeah. not gonna be reading that. Yeah. Okay. Marcus Bingham, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you some stats from him. Okay. Please. Offensive rating 177. Six points on one for one shooting. Four of five from the free throw line. One offensive rebound. Eight defensive <laughs> rebounds. A block. And a steal, two fouls, eighteen minutes played. That's a that's a mighty fine game, averaging a rebound every two minutes you're playing. That's that's cleaning up on the glass, Will. Mm-hmm. A point every three minutes and a rebound every two minutes. Hey, hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Can we get my guy a little bit more spin? Um listen, we were we were preaching this uh before the game. Now now we're just scream singing this uh at this point. Yeah. And I I, I highly doubt we're uh, being that cutting edge here on this pod. I think a lot of state fans want to see this happen too. We don't want, we need to see this happen. Eighteen unless listen, unless he's got like just like smokers long Foul and trouble. is the worst conditioning <laughs> in the world. Like he he should be playing upwards of twenty four minutes at this point in the season. It's hard to play him 24, 25, 26 minutes when you have 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 guys in your rotation uh, yeah. play 8 minutes uh, or more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Like 16 minutes went to Julius Marble and Thomas Kithier. And mm-hmm. Marble definitely had a, a couple of tough moments, but overall was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Kithier didn't play much um, and wasn't really involved much. You know, had a, scored, grabbed a couple rebounds, but I thought... Yeah. Henry had died. some, nice. yeah, had some tough fouls and defensively, it's like okay, they grabbed a couple rebounds over him. Let's let's not do this again. Right, right. Like I I don't I don't know if they ever are going to go away from you know four guys at center or three it guys at center because Sissoko <laughs> Sissoko only got two minutes, had a really bad two minute stretch, yeah. and then sat on the bench the rest yeah. of the game. But Marcus Bingham has to play more than eighteen minutes. Yes, and listen, like, we're not saying that he's the perfect player and that, like, he's dynamite. Like, we, we know that he's prone to go back to his JaVale McGee ways at any given time. But still, like, at this point in the season and with the body of work that you've seen from all your centers, like, you, you deal with that. Like, you just – I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that's just life now. Like, yeah, he'll – he'll oh, sorry, I don't want to swear. But he'll, he'll mess around and, like, throw the ball into the seventh row in the lower bowl every once in a while. But you know what? He'll also get you three blocks in the same game, too, and, like, a nice offensive uh-huh. rebound. So – yeah, man. Like, I, yeah. I know it's not the perfect situation, but it's the one that you just have to go with. You just, you just have to. It's, it, it's, it's February tenth for crying out loud. This is what life has to be. 
Marcus Bingham has two games this season. Actually, no. Yeah, two games this season where he's played at least 10 minutes and did not record at least one blocked shot. Wow, that's a fun fact. I like that. Mm-hmm. Just Kithier's got to have the same both stat. Of those games, <laughs> both of those games, he only played 10 minutes. One was against Duke, one was against Oakland. Mm. Every other game that he has had at least 10 minutes, he has blocked at least one shot, Matt. That's that's pretty good, Will. Uh, I'm no basketball expert, but that's, that's pretty fine and dandy mm. there. And he's not even, like, sh- blocking shots is great. Having blocked shots is fantastic, and his defensive rebounding percentage, Matt, mm. is now, uh, here I can check real quick, I think it might be the highest on the team. Uh, it's either him or, you know, Sissoko doesn't really count. Let me right. see, he's at, oh, he's just behind Hauser. Okay. Joey Hauser's 25.5%, Marcus Bingham is 25%, and then Sissoko's 277 but that'll happen when you play 11% of the Hauser minutes. Oh. Yeah, Hauser's actually uh, a competent defensive rebounder. He's been dropping a little bit, oh. um, but he, for the most part this season, like he'll get you eight rebounds a game on the defensive side of the ball. Anyway, it's not just the block shots. It's not just like getting rebounds on the defensive end, and he's getting better at that, it, it appears. It is how much he alters how opponents attack the rim. Mm-hmm. Totally changes it. Changes the angles they have to shoot 100%. at. Change changes the angles they have to like go at the rim. Like, okay, I need to kind of fade away a little bit here. I'm not going to drive into Marcus Bingham if I'm a six foot two guard. Uh, changes how teams play on offense in terms of like, okay, we can't just really dump it down into the post because every time we do, Bingham's getting a good contest or he's getting a hand on it or he's making Harar throw a hook shot over his left shoulder and hit the top corner of the backboard, right. like one of his only two misses on the game. Yeah, like he just totally alters anything opponents can do at the rim. And for a team that is just struggling at the five, seemingly all season long, and it's like, I feel like we have a solution. I've got. A, I feel like it's a good solution. Can we go with it? What the hell else do we have to lose? Cosine. Uh, yeah. I also got a Bingham question here that I want to pick your brain about, too. Um, Hit me. Thoughts, thoughts on him being the uh, second most frequent visitor to the foul line amongst the whole team. Did you chalk that up to good on Bingham? Was that a lack of aggressiveness by the rest of the team? Was it just simply the way the game was being called, that there weren't a lot of free throw opportunities really handed out tonight, only 15 for each team, which is eh, somewhere yeah. in the middle? Like, what what? What do you make of that, or is it a mixture of all three of those things? Probably a mixture. Yeah. I'm if Marcus Bingham's getting to the line five times a game, I'm I'm pretty good with that. Mm-hmm. You know, he he got to the line, he took five free throws and shot the ball once. Yeah, right. It, that you'll take that. I was a little surprised, honestly, that Aaron Henry, who oh, totally. I mean, he took he took a bunch of long twos, but he also got into the lane a fair amount. I'm surprised he didn't get. Uh, any foul calls? Uh, I'm surprised he didn't shoot free throws. Malik Hall, that was really seven nice trips to the line Maybe. and not have him pegged for that today. Yeah, that was interesting. No, no. Let's let's work on hitting some. That'd be cool. You know what? I don't work think ever he's some. hit both free throws in the same thing. Like no, he's always never either once. one or zero. Ne- never in my life have I seen once. him hit both. No, but he goes three or three from the field and had some really nice moments on the offensive side, and you know, generally just did his solid job playing defense. Yeah, nice so, back game for him. He had a, a, yeah, a slight slump. It wasn't like a month-long thing, just a few games. But, yeah, he, yeah. he looked nice tonight in, in the starting role, Will. Yeah. Um, 
and that was nice to see. I'm interested to kind of see what they do with the lineup moving forward, if they continue to bring Hauser off the bench or if that was just kind of a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really know. He looked a little better. Who, Hauser Hall? Hauser. Both, I guess, really did look better, but yeah. Uh, yeah, on the offensive side. And actually, I think defensively, he's, you know, he's never going to be a great defender, and there were certainly bad moments for him on that side. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple of moments where it's like, okay, he's he's working at least. He seems to know exactly where he's going. I mean, he's looked lost at times defensively on rotations or are we switching this? What are we doing? What are the rules? But like, you know, there was one time where he went under a screen and it's because it was a low percentage shooter that he was covering um, and still was able to kind of like just through pure effort go kind of over the screener in terms of like jumping over him (laughs) to get a contest. He went under the screen jumped like sort of over and through the screener without following him and still like kind of waved his hand near the shooter. And if you've got a 30% shooter uh, and you're going under and you're able to still through effort, get some type of contest, still at least present something visually for them to see. Like, I just thought that was a really nice effort play from him defensively. That's not something that's ever going to show up on a box score, but can, you know, make a slight difference in that sort of stuff. It's like a winning play, right? Yeah, totally. Do we talk about the starting lineup so, next segment, or do you have another idea queued up for the, the third one for the people? I don't have any ideas, man. I never have ideas. I come into this show blind. Yeah, I get it. I hear you. Can you tell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Uh, well, here's what's going to happen. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to talk more about this win. Why we're not going to apologize for it. No, 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 no. Talk about the starting lineup. Dear God, point guard is just getting worse. Uh, I did. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about it. And I've also got an ad read here from betonline.ag. It is a brand new ad read. I didn't know it was new, so I didn't read the copy uh, beforehand like shit. I always do. So we're going to be taking a spin Shoot. through this thing Look alive, kid. together. <laughs> we are not editing this. Bet online is the fastest. Oh, we forgot the word is. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Betonline.ag. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award show, Matt, oh. TV shows, reality TV. You can bet on freaking anything. We we can bet on anything. Oh, yeah. you can bet on anything. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's one word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% deposit bonus with your first deposit, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, NBA, and NHL locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast, Matt. Well, what's up? I just. Uh, that was a stressful sigh. 
a sigh of a man. Trying to think of a nice way to say this. Okay. Okay. I got Ah, it. Shoot me straight. If Foster Lawyer isn't going to shoot the ball. I co-sign to whatever you say next blindly. Yeah, I I know. Yeah. What? I, I honestly, I appreciate so much. He was it, it, the bars through the root or the bars through the earth's crust in terms of defensive improvement for him. Yeah, yeah. He's gotten so much better to the point where, like, yes, he's gonna get beat up and people are gonna shoot over him and get around him at times. But like, he's taking charges. He's recovering better. He's moving a little bit better, a little bit more athletic, a little bit stronger. And now it's like just merely a bad defender instead of like, oh, dear God, right defender. Yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate that. Likewise. And I appreciate how smart he appears to be. Sure. I always see him coaching on the sideline. He's always like motivating and pointing things out. He seems like someone that they really like and he's a leader, captain type. I appreciate all of that. That said, mm, okay. Foster Lawyer cannot play 25 minutes and take zero three-point attempts. It's 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 bad. Um, it flashbacks yeah. to the time of God bless him, fan favorite Tum Tum Nairn back in the day, where when the ball is on the offensive end of the court, yeah. uh, it looks a lot like a four-on-five power play, and you can just tell, hey, this guy, <laughs> this guy definitely isn't shooting the ball. Um, and it's been it, listen, this isn't a one-game thing. It's been going on for the last few games. I mean, even games too. We're like, I don't know, the Rutgers game, for example. Like, they're down, I think it was 16 points. He had a wide-open three with 22 seconds left in the shot clock. Pump fake and just, like, pass it around. Like, dude, 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 dude. What, 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 do you, what do you think you're on this team for? Like, is it for backdoor alley-oop slips? Like, is it for your lockdown defense? Like, shoot the ball, son. Shoot the ball, son. Like, it, it's, it's driving me crazy. because And not, and now it's detrimental because, yeah, it's, it's a hole in the offense now. Like, he gets it. Okay, well, that guy's not going to shoot, so you can kind of sag off him a little bit. Like, cool. Yeah. Great. And he, he's one for ten in his last two games from three, Nebraska and Iowa. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Missed a ton of open looks the last two. Like, he's got to keep shooting. Shoot out of it. And Shoot out of it, man. If he can't, if he's not going to pull the trigger, I – he can't really be on the floor that much. Yes, he's the most like in command point guard they have right now. Mm-hmm. And you I think you'd be surprised. A lot of people would be surprised to to hear this. His turnover rate is actually pretty solid. His assist rate in conference, he has the ninth highest assist rate in conference. He's nationally ranked in the top 500 in turnover rate, uh which for someone who handles the ball a lot, you know, it, it's better than I think a lot of people would think it's not terrible. It's not great, certainly. And Michigan State's a bad turnover team. Uh, but Lawyer on the season, you know, him and Langford are, have similar turnover rates. Other than that, like Henry's in the 20s, Watt 17, 21 for Hauser, 20 for Marble, 25 for Hogard, 18 for Bingham. You get the point. Even Gabe Brown's turnover rate is 19.7. Lawyer's is one of the lower ones on the team. So, uh, you know, this reeks of He though? does. It, it reeks of what's going on at the five with Kithier. Like, oh, he does the little things right. He does the little things right. Oh, well, he does a little. Sure. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna need more than just the little. Yeah, okay. Hey, he he doesn't really turn <laughs> the ball think... over. He has some assists. Like, I, I, we need we yeah. need just a little more than that though for no, for a guy that's dominating oh, yeah. the, the point guard minutes here. You're a hundred percent right. It's just that center. I feel like Bingham is providing some of those nice of splashy course, big course. play things. Yeah. There's not a damn soul doing a thing <laughs> at point guard right now. <laughs> Like, well said, yeah. <laughs> look, man, 
uh, we've talked about Hogard. It's just it. He's hitting that freshman wall or whatever you want to call it. Like he's just he's still adjusting. He's still learning. He's a kid. Yeah. Right, Rocket, we know, is, dear God, what is even going on? The only thing you're getting, the only way you're getting somewhat competent point guard play is through lawyer, and it'll be like, if he plays 25 minutes, you'll get 20 competent minutes, and five minutes, you're like, dear God, get him off the floor. And I think if you could make it like 15 minutes of competent, five minutes of, dear God, get off the floor, and five <laughs> minutes of, like, yes, thank you for making a three. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. then we can balance things out. But, like, you got to be willing to shoot, kid. <laughs> and it's just like, man, I thought he had a few open looks in this game and could have pulled the trigger and just and didn't. Sure. And, and I don't know, like, 25 minutes and no threes. He took a couple of shots, but they were both from two. I don't even remember either. Oh, I remember one was like a step in. Yeah, he he pump faked from three and stepped in. Yeah, and took an awkward shot clock two. Right now, maybe I don't know. What, whatever. No, I don't. It, even it was know. that forgettable matter, of a but... shot. It wasn't a three. Yeah. That that's um, the thesis of it all. That, that it wasn't a shot from behind the arc. So, <laughs> but yeah, is that is lawyer making forty two percent of his threes the best case scenario for point guard? Do you think the rest of the way, like, do you get his somewhat mediocre competence with? Excellent three-point shooting. That's about as good as they can get from the one this oh, season, from, right? Based on what we're seeing from everyone else, yeah, that 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 is. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, I guess. I mean, north of forty percent from three, but that's once again, you, you got to shoot it to be getting to forty-two percent and making it worth your your time out here. Oh man, it's, I just I, do. Do you think they gave up on the Hogarth thing too early? Like, I don't. I don't want to open up a can of worms here. If this, yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. He can't shoot. Well, he can't shoot, and Foster won't shoot. So, like, what do you want? Do you, do you want the guy that can competently defend a little better than Foster can? Like, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. With a, well, not yet. He will. His ceiling's higher. He's he certainly has some really tough moments defensively. At least Foster like knows where to be. No calls out switches. Gotcha. And, okay. You know, so like Hogard is. Still learning. I mean, he's only played 15 games, and it's right, not the most simple thing in the world, and defense takes time, no, I'm not gonna knock especially him the mental yeah. aspect of it. Hogard will be a better defender than Foster ever could be because he's 6'3 and weighs 225 pounds and can body up big dudes. Um, but he's, yeah, he's not really there yet, at least in my crappy opinion on the defensive end. And, yeah, he can't shoot. Can't shoot, yeah. Right. Um but then again, like we we go back, we could do this in circles all day. Like you go back to the options, like rocket. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Although, hey, once again, I'll say it for the fifth time, seemingly a uh, good last four minutes. Got to say, both on the offensive end for yeah. not just kicking the ball away, and uh, defensive end for locking down. But still, like uh, I don't know, there's the, a bigger the sample size four. behind him that suggests that uh, he's not at the point guard. So yeah, I, I don't know. I guess for the starting role and the predominant point guard. I got, I got hot hand, hot hand. Who's got the hot hand tonight? No, I just like people like are, are, are asking on Twitter, like all over. It's like, well, who who plays the one a point guard? Maybe just not a point guard. Maybe just I don't know. Like give Henry well, some spin out there. I don't know, man. Like that's that's not a question, and especially not an answer you want to be giving uh, on February tenth of your season. That hey, maybe our, our small forward no, should be playing point what? guard. But here we are, Will. Here we are. We are indeed here. <laughs> yep. We're here. We're gonna, we're gonna be here. Like, listen, very much uh, more hoping for for things to get better because they ain't. So, do you feel any better or worse about this team's ability to get to the NCAA tournament after this game? 
same as I did walking in, which you know is what? not good. I mean, so. Oh, yeah, damn it. I was going to say, you know what? Hold that. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We can elaborate on it tomorrow. We can. For sure, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, yeah you know what? We'll save yeah, it. Yeah, save it. Tomorrow on Locked On Spartans, I'll tell you why I think the Michigan State basketball team a, can make it seed. to it's the a, Sweet 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Oh, I really wanted to uncork a, a sports uh, talk radio take tonight and saying that uh, Hauser oh. is not a Spartan dog. He is mentally weak for asking Izzo to come off the bench tonight. But shoot, never came up in conversation. Wow. I don't actually think that 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 was that was a bit I was going to do. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and I never got to, to un- unroll that one. That would have looked really nice in writing because like no one could pick up on the sarcasm if I wrote that down. Like that should have been our graphic on Twitter for tomorrow. Just that quote for me. Um, should have been. You know what? But you blew it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm, no, I'm a coward. I won't do it. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you don't do what you want. Do what you feel like. You're in charge of the graphics. Do what you feel like. No, you I'm can a do coward. it. You, you know me. I'm, I'm a coward, Bill. You can do it. Put your back into it. Mm, nice. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow probably talking about this weird, awful, terrible basketball season that we just cannot pull ourselves away from. Although, uh, also, by the way, before we get done here, credit to MSU Twitter for bringing it um, again. Just excellent work out of everybody. It was fun. Just on point. Makes it easier to suffer through Michigan State basketball games. Okay, Honestly, Matt. Yeah. All right. Give us a fact. All right. So we have a fact. I'm going to turn it into trivia, though, to make it fun. Uh, so the fact is, in 2020, the 300-member Spartan marching band entered its 150th season. The band was founded in 1870 and had just how many members, Will? How many members of the band were on the inaugural 1870 <laughs> marching band? Eight. No, ten. Very close. That's a good yeah. guess. Ten, all of whom were Civil War vets. So old enough to see Michigan's last Big Ten title. Oh, so good, bitches. All right. See you guys. Go green. And all of whom are now dead. Eh, maybe. We'll look into that.